Iowa everywhere. Mike Paul, Ken Miller, together on Iowa Everywhere. Welcome to The Hook, powered by Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. My name is Ken Miller. My partner's name is Mike Palm. Mike, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. A lot to get to. Obviously, we'll take a look back at Wild Card Weekend, a look to the divisional round as well. As those four games certainly enticing. Wonder how many dogs will be barking. We'll get Mike's opinion on that before we get out of here. We'll do a little bit on the NHL uh, as well. Mike, good to see you. How busy was Wild Card Weekend in Las Vegas? Well, it is not disappointing, Kenny. I mean, uh it's pretty amazing. I think it, it is clearly establishing as uh, as uh, the third biggest weekend in Vegas. I said three and three A and three B with uh, with uh, the opening weekend of the place. You couldn't move in in any of the three casinos. It was incredible. Wow, standing room only. The the Bar Canada was packed. I mean, they were five deep in the in the slot between the slot machines watching the games, and you know we just expanded Bar Canada so. Um, it was, and even even now Saturday with the rain pushed some people out of stadium swim. But even it was it wasn't very warm. It was kind of cool and windy on Sunday. There were still I think upwards of 1,200 people at stadium swim for the game. So I mean, it's just really, really a strong weekend. And that Monday wraparound with that Monday night game helps out a lot as well because you get people staying into Tuesday. Yeah, no, I doubt it. Look, I, I talked to my son early in the week. He said it's uh, the busiest day that he uh, can remember at Golden Gate, yeah. and that was on Saturday. So <laughs> you mentioned the three casinos, the D, the Golden Gate, and, of course, Circa. Uh, good to see. Well, what game was the best result for Circa of the wild cards, and then what game uh, perhaps got you guys? Well, the weekend as a whole was not good because we really didn't have any of the big favorites lose, right? I mean, it Minnesota lost. They were three. Yeah. San Diego, or I say San Diego, the Chargers lost. They were two and a half. Um, you know, so that wasn't that that didn't help at all. I guess the Minnesota result was the best. The Giants beating them outright was a positive for us. But come Monday, we could not win on the game. It was were we going to lose a hundred thousand or six hundred thousand because of everything that was tied to Monday night. Either Dallas minus two and a half or Tampa Bay plus ten and a half. So it was good. It didn't fall ten. Yeah, that was the only good thing. So we kind of came out with a minimal minimal loser, but nothing really happened. I mean, if, if the Dolphins and Skylar Thompson could have went down and, and scored on the last drive, I mean, it's a huge it's like a million and a half dollar swing to knock out all those money line parlays. How about personally, Mike? How did you do? You know, I had one play the whole week, and I took the Giants plus three. That was it. I did a money line parlay on Sunday night of the week before. Brain dead parlay, I call it. Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, Buffalo. Yeah, Georgia to Buffalo to Cincinnati to San Francisco. So, I mean, I had to sweat with Cincinnati a little bit. Yeah. Um, But, you know, what was it going to be? You know, and and the numbers changed all against me. So, I'm glad I bet it early because I wanted to get Georgia in there. But So, I got plus money on the parlay and then I hit the Giants. But that was about it. I really didn't get involved in any totals. I made one prop bet, Kenny, one prop bet, Kenneth Walker over 15 and a half carries. 
14 for 58 in the first half, and I lost the prop. <laughs> it's hard to do. Didn't you think you were home free? Well, look, here's what happens. That fumble on Seattle's first possession of the second half in the third quarter. Remember San Francisco, long drive, get the two, yeah. they're up seven. Seattle's in field goal range, they fumble. San Francisco, long drive. Now you're in the fourth quarter, you're down 14. You're they ran the Kenneth Walker on the first play when they got the ball back. He got 11 yards. They had a holding call, and they abandoned the running game from that point. So mm. it's tough to believe he couldn't get two carries in the second half. Yeah, that that's a tough beat. No no, no yeah. doubt about that. Uh, I The only thing I did, I was alive, as you know, on some futures. Um, and <laughs> I, the Chargers went down and played. Mike, here's the crazy part. I can't wait to bet them next year. I because I know I'm going, I can't help myself. It's You're Gonzaga wrong. in college hoops and the Chargers in the NFL. I have to play both of those teams. Why the Chargers? Why? I just love Justin Herbert. Forget I, I, about I, Justin Herbert, Kenny. He had Mario Cristobal, Anthony Lynn, and this idiot Brandon Staley as his coach. Yeah, The, the kid's career is done. Look, if they didn't fight, you, you're supporting the Spanos family. I cannot believe. Which isn't good. It's terrible. Yes. They took a team out of a city that loved and supported it to a city that could care less about it. Right. They hire all these no-name Mike McCoy, whoever heard of him, mm -hmm. Anthony Lynn, who's actually has a had a better culture than this guy did. At least they were tough, mentally yeah. tough with Anthony. Couldn't coach worth a lick, couldn't manage a game. And now this guy, I searched high and low, Kenny, at every media source I could find to, to get Brandon Staley's reaction and break down what went wrong. It never nothing. All he did is, I feel sorry for the guys. Took no accountability. Fired two assistant coaches. Yeah, and this is a, this is an organization that fired Marty Schottenheimer when they were fourteen and two for crying out loud. Fourteen and two, he lost the playoff game. Right, and he was gone. but look, you're up twenty at half, and you you had more incomplete passes than rushes in the second half. How is that possible? Yeah. He lost this game in Denver when he played all his mm -hmm. starters. Mike you don't Williams. tell me if Mike Williams isn't in this game, they don't win that game, Kenny, no, and I'm your futures you. are still alive. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Sadly, I'll probably go back for more, but uh, we'll see between now uh, and then. Speaking of futures, I saw you guys uh, really um, stepped up the Major League Baseball this week, right, with divisional yeah. odds as well as the, the pennant. Um Back to football in a second. So I so I looked at the I looked at the odds. Uh, you know I'm a Blue Jays fan. Mike, have you looked at that lineup and that pitching staff? Where's the weakness? And let me run the starters by you real quick. Gossman, yeah. Manoa, Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios, who was going to be the ace. He's now the four guy. Kikuchi or uh, what's his name uh, uh, of the the, the left-hander from the Dodgers, Ryu, um, uh, left-handed pitcher, anyways. Uh, was with the Dodgers. They signed him a couple years ago. He's been hurt all the time since then. Ryu. Yeah, right? Ryu. Should have um, won the Cy Young three years ago. He had two bad starts in Colorado. Right. And yeah. then you look at the you look at the position players on this team. Mike, this lineup is stacked. I get that the Yankees are the Yankees and everybody's gonna bet them. But if I, I think it's the I think the American League East belongs to my Blue Jays. Am I crazy? I, I liked him all last year. I, the problem was Berrios. I, I don't know if he still should be in a major league rotation or no. maybe only start him at, at home. He's bad on the road, Kenny. He's been bad on the road. How about uh, did they keep um, the other pitcher they got from the Do from the Dodgers, the right-hander, uh, Stripling? Oh, Ross no, the free agent, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he might have signed with the uh, – he's out I, west, I think. I don't know where he went, but he, he was great for them last year too. Yeah, he was terrific. Stripling. But you get yeah. this abundance of pitchers, and then you got to make moves. Uh, I agree with you. I think the Red Sox are still down. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I like Baltimore. I think Baltimore's a team on the rise. Tampa Bay, it's tough with that, you know, what they spend and that, and they try to strap everything together. And, you know, maybe if they have uh, uh, their their ace back for a full year, but they still, the rotation is is mishmash with all these, you know, closers starting and openers and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. I like Toronto a lot too this year. Well, let's get back to football. So we've uh, recapped the uh, the wild card weekend. Uh, by the way, do you think the NFL? I know that uh, that the, the Cowboys are beefing a little bit. That um, you know San Francisco gets two extra days rest. I love the wraparound weekend. I think that the television numbers bear out that this is a good idea. Don't you think it's here to stay? Yeah, they're the two seed. You're going to have a Jacksonville benefits and that they got to play Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. If you look at it, remember they moved the Tennessee game to Saturday. Yeah. Then they got Saturday with the Chargers and they're getting Saturday. So Jacksonville benefits, I don't know if it's going to do them any good in Kansas City. Look, Dallas, you got to go win on the road. You're yeah. the wild card. You can't bitch if you're a wild card and say, oh, I did. I got I got less rest. The other, the other team won 11 games in a row and won their division. So mm-hmm. you can't do it. What a Sunday showcase, though, to end up the weekend oh here my. on Divisional with this game that in 1981 and 1992. <laughs> and I, I mean, this was the story of the NFC for, you know, for 16-plus years was these two franchises. It was the story of the league, Mike. How many times did we hear on, on uh, championship, NFC Championship, well, this is the real Super Bowl. Yeah, heard well, it, all it was. It was yes. many times. But, you know, somebody told me, oh, the, the, the marquee game is the early game Sunday. Forget about it. The national interest in the late yeah. game will be three times what it is yeah. in Buffalo and Cincinnati here. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. And people underestimate how national a team Dallas is. Yeah, they hadn't won a road playoff game in 30 years. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 95. This is still a national brand, mm-hmm. Kenny, especially in the South and the West. And you come out here, Monday night was 95% Dallas fans was it really? at our properties. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Um, if you guys had your druthers in Vegas, I mean, it, uh, what they, they kick off at 5.30, I want to say, Central Time on Sunday night as opposed to 7.30, which we've been used to all season yeah. long. So you, yeah. get a you get a 3.30 kick. I'm sure you'd much rather have 5.30, or would you? No, I think this is good because I think not too early in the morning. The 12 and, and 3.30 work well out here. Yeah. And that's the championship game mix too, right? Next right. Sunday we'll have that same yep. mix. Uh, I think it works good. Now, there's a UFC event on Saturday night that I wish they had the noon and 3.30 out here on Saturday because it runs into that in Bar Canada. Unfortunately, we'll only show the first football game. We won't get the nightcap, the Eagles and Giants, because we commit to UFC for that stuff. What did you? What I haven't been there since the renovations at Bar Canada. We were out there when early December. Yeah. What What's different? Oh, we expanded the whole second floor, so we expanded Bar Canada by an extra third. So it stretches wow. further to your left as you look at it. Yeah. We added a slot area there, and then the new restaurant is set back, Bacon Nation. It's It's actually about thirty feet back of where the old D Grill was. Did you see uh, any of the video that uh, that they put together on Iowa Everywhere from Bacon Nation? No. Did you see how much food we had in our, our table? Oh, no. I didn't see Oh, it. my God. It was great. Anyways, let's get into these games. So the early game on Saturday, Kansas City-Jacksonville, you mentioned it a moment ago. It opened at 9. That's where you guys sit right now at 9. Uh, total is 53. It's ticked up a little bit. I think Jacksonville arrives with – they're playing with house money. I think all the pressure is on Kansas City. Jacksonville – they survived the last weekend. Uh, Chiefs beat them early in the year. It was a um, Cisco was a, a couple of dirty plays, uh, knocked uh, Juju Smith Schuster out of the game. Tried to do the same with uh, with one of their other receivers. How do you see this game, Mike? Is Jacksonville hanging around in this one when they get to the fourth quarter? 
Here's the unfortunate thing. And, you know, in the AFC playoffs, Doug Peterson was probably worth a few points against five of the other coaches, but not here on Saturday. I don't think against Andy Reid you can give him any advantage. If you want to bet Jacksonville and you say, well, that's attractive. They won their division. They just had a big comeback. They're playing on house money. They're on a full week's rest. Can you trust Trevor Lawrence for four quarters? I don't know if you can. He's been inconsistent. I mean, four turnovers in the first half. Played decently in the second half. But I, I, Peter, Paul, and Mary, everybody in the world is going to have this two-team teaser on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Everybody will have the Chiefs to the Eagles, and I'll be part of that everybody because I, it's hard for me to see either team losing. Well, that's interesting because I really like the Giants in this football game. And I get it's a bunch of no-name guys. And Daniel Jones did what he did, and he did it against the Vikings, and the Eagles are a different animal. This front four, this this front uh, line for Dallas defensively, uh, I think they're good, Mike. I think that this they can and, – and here's the other thing. Is Jalen Hurts 100% in your mind before you – The only shot you've got, Kenny, is if he's not and he can't run because his running is what makes the difference in this game. If Jalen Hurts is going to be like C.J. Stroud and not want to run – back there. Yeah. That's my comparison because C.J. Stroud does not want to run. You can watch Ohio State play, does not want to run. Right. Um, if he's like that and he's still favoring and that, then the Giants are live. I, I don't know that their defense is good enough, but without that mobility aspect, you can beat teams. Like, I mean, you know, Cousins is stationary and you can sit there and defend. Um, Philadelphia is awfully good. And I, I know it got skewed because Hertz went out and they locked up mm-hmm. everything four weeks ahead of time. And But think about how good this team was at the start of the year. I think it's a tall task. Look, the Giants don't make mistakes you saw, you know, the difference in the first game with the Vikings was they lost a turnover battle and played from behind. Play from in front in this game, you don't lose a turnover battle. They can beat most teams. Um, so it's just will Philadelphia execute. I still think you have to side with Philadelphia. But this game of any of the four, to me, is an in-game spot where you look at wow. Hurt and how effective is Hurts. Yeah. And make it. I, I'll be on that teaser pre-flop. But I won't be afraid to pivot if we see Hertz really doesn't want to run and they don't have his legs as any part of their game plan. Well, and that for the front we that, that, that I mentioned, um, Thibodeau and yeah. Williams and uh, Dexter Lawrence, 97, is playing out of his mind right now. Look, Mike, you and I both watch a ton of football, right? Um, when I'm watching that Vikings game, other than Darius Slayton, I'm thinking, who the hell are these guys that Daniel Jones is throwing to? Yeah. I mean, you just talk about a, a no-name, nondescript group of wild wide receivers. Yeah, Daniel Jones adds a component of his legs as well. Now, here's a guy that knows when he has the ability to go out and get 6 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards. I think he's a very crafty runner. He doesn't give as much credit as you get. But you're right. I mean, the best player on their team is probably Saquon Barkley. Sure. Right, and he has a home one threat, so he keeps the defense honest. You can't pin your ears back and rush Daniel Jones nope. because you know Barkley can hit you for eighty yards. I mean, he's right. got that breakaway threat. So, I I, th- I don't I think the two games were sort of aberrations they played because we all oh, they beat him by thirty and they beat him. Yeah, this yeah. And that. I mean, that's, I really would throw those games out and just yep. look at the game on paper. Um, so I don't hate your play, but I I need to see that Hertz wasn't a hundred percent to get on your side. Uh, but back to the early game real quick. Did, is there a chance that game gets to 10? That's asking a lot, right? For it no, to I get up to so. 10. No. Yeah. I really don't think so at all. I don't think so either. What about the, the, uh, the Giants in Philly, the nightcap? Will it tick down to seven? I mean, it's seven and a half right now. Should you go ahead and grab it? Or if you're, if you're holding out for more, it's liable to go the other way? 
No, I would take the seven and a half. We saw last week, we did everything we could to stay on three. We had to go down to two and a half because of the Giants money. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could only go to one game, which game would you go to? The, the Sunday night, uh, the finale, San Fran, Dallas? Yeah, I think that's the marquee game. I, I just say that because, you know, people would, you know, said Cincinnati, Buffalo, 2-3 in the AFC. and yeah. since, But both teams are not playing that well. I think the Cincinnati offensive line's banged up. They get very lucky to survive Baltimore. They did. Very, very lucky. I, I, you know, Buffalo's up 17 to nothing on Miami. It looks like they're going to win the game by 40. And, and they can't even win the first half. There's something wrong. Kenny, this team has not played well for two months. And I know it. I agree with Josh you. Josh Allen, I don't know McDermott. McDermott got outcoached again by McDaniel and Buffalo in that game. And, you know, Skylar Thompson's got the ball at his own 45. Yeah. Three minutes ago, a chance to win the game. So yeah. I, this is a tough game for me. This game ticks up to six in a lot of spots. I'm not laying six with Buffalo. I'd be more inclined – I actually lean a little bit under 49 in, in, in that early game. But I think all of the luster is in San Francisco on Sunday evening. Well, l- l- let's finish up Cincinnati-Buffalo. Which yeah. of the two young quarterbacks you like best? Oh, I like Burrow a lot better. Yeah. You have I like, more confident in him, more faith in him? You, I have more faith in him. I think he makes better decisions. I think he's tougher than Allen. Mm-hmm. Allen is a better runner, obviously. Um, but – I don't know. We'll have to see it. Buffalo's had all this promise, and they haven't gotten there. I'm with you. Um, the window's closing in, in terms yeah. of the, the, the staff and, and things like that. So I, I don't know. I, w- I wish Cincinnati was at full strength here because I think I, they'd give them a better game. Um, but we'll see. I you know If Huntley – Harbaugh says Huntley was supposed to go low on the third and goal there, and he went high and got the ball knocked away. I mean, if Baltimore gets the lead there, they're going to be tough to beat. Probably so. Love Cincinnati's receivers. Uh, tight end I like as well in Hurst. Uh, but you mentioned it. The key to the game is that uh, offensive line. They were average to begin with, and you take three starters out and put in three backups. Uh, what, what's that going to do to that team? Uh, I'm 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 with you on that one. Now I have a buff. I have a Houston Astros Buffalo Bills ticket that I'm yeah. holding. I don't have any faith in that at all. I do not like these bills. Well, you got you got to get through here, and then the good thing for you is you get a neutral field if it's Buffalo, right. Kansas City, and um, so the neutral field. If you want to hedge at that point, you know you won't have as Kansas City will be a two point less favorite probably in Atlanta than they would be at home, maybe two and a half because Arrowhead's a pretty tough place to play. No doubt. Uh, so that helps to your monetizing the ticket. Yep. Uh, let's go to the nightcap. So, did you see uh, what I think most of the country saw? For the first time ever, Brock Purdy flinch a little bit in that first half. He looked like a rookie for the first time. I thought he had the yips. Now, not as bad as Brett Maher did on Monday night, but I thought he had the lip. I thought he was outside of his body, Kenny. And he settled down mid-second quarter, maybe. He settled down a little bit, but he was outside of himself in that playoff atmosphere, I thought. Second half, they were terrific. I mean, they just, every time they got the ball, they they executed long drives and that. But for a while, it was really touch and go with him. I mean, he, the, the passes were airing. It didn't look like he was reading the coverage. Throws were high, and I was a little concerned. But then we got back into the into the mid. It's your first playoff start, right? I mean, you're you're a rookie, and you know your team's won ten in a row, and all this. And I think he got it out of his system. Yeah, I do too. I think it. Um, I, I think you. I think we'll see a different Brock Purdy this week. I'm I'm with you. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, Cindy, sorry about that. My, we've got a, I've got a visitor down here that uh, somehow made it through the barrier. <laughs> so, so let's, uh, let's take a look at the Cowboys, Mike Palm, uh, Dak Prescott Monday night. It was his best game in a long, long time. 
His best game ever. Was it? I think so. Yeah. He started out 0 of 3, Kenny. He finished 25 of 30. No. Remember that for the both of the first two drives and think, oh my God, this is what a stinker this is going to be. I said this game's going to be 12 to 9 after the first yeah. after the punt, punt, punt back and forth. Nobody moved the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I don't know what they were doing in the secondary. I mean, they gave him a lot of easy throws, and Dallas got control of the game. I think this number's way off. I can't believe San Francisco's three and a half. I'd have made this number five and a half or six. Really? This is my one play of the weekend that I'm making a straight bet. I'm on the 49ers. You don't tell me that your kicker not being able to kick, and he's a Steve Sachs, Chuck Knobloch in his head. (laughs) Obviously, he hasn't gotten it out, or they wouldn't have signed Scano or whatever. Right, right. Uh, After saying they wouldn't. That's not worth something. Yeah. In the line, mm-hmm. I mean, he coming off of there. I think everything stacks against them. It's not Tom Brady. Purdy can use his feet more. Brady looked really, really old on Monday night. To me, when the pressure came, he'd fall back, and the ball would go in the ground. And I, I think, I, I know people are passionate. The Cowboys people are passionate. Say, I, I like San Francisco a lot in this spot, um, and I, and I laid three and a half. What will the breakdown in the book be as far as jerseys for that game? Because I know there's a lot of Niner fans. Oh, there was there was tons of them here for the Raider game. I think it'll be a good breakdown. I still think it'll probably be 60-40 Dallas. Mm-hmm. But this is a uh, you know a, a big national game. And how much how much of the state of Iowa adopted the the Forty ers and Purdy? Here? Oh this, my! Well, especially yeah. Story County, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they you can't you their, their uh, jerseys are flying off the yeah. shelf. It's a phenomenal story. It really is. I hope it goes all the way to the Super Bowl. I really do. It'd be great. Look, the, the Christian McCaffrey, the difference that he has made in that football team. They had a guy. They had a ton of guys to begin to begin with, right? With Debo and Ayuk and the receivers core that the, that they have. Kittle. I like the uh, the. Full back even Ustek when they when they get him involved. But Christian McCaffrey, I think, has elevated this team to maybe the best team still alive. Kenny, you don't have to tell us about Christian McCaffrey. We watched what he did to Iowa in the Rose Bowl. I mean, he single-handedly, I single-handedly destroyed Iowa that day. He did. He did. We headed for the exit. We I, the, the Rose Bowl was the top of my bucket list for my entire life, right? Is that the um, only one you ever went to? That's the only one I ever went to, yes. And and we got there, and I was just giddy to see it. I'll never forget. When I saw Churchill Downs for the first time, and I saw the Spires, I got a lump in my throat as a horse racing guy. When I got to the Rose Bowl, a game that my family has watched for whatever reason, we always watched the Rose Bowl. College football is not big in Canada, but on New Year's Day, I think it was because the ladies liked the parade and they kept the TV on. I wanted to get there, and then the game, we left at halftime. It was so bad. I watched the last half in a bar. Kenny, we always went to a Rose Bowl party every year. So, I mean, you know, Ohio State, USC, we'd go to support the Big Ten. That's what you did in Iowa. And then finally they made it in 86, right? Mitch and Paul did a thing this week, the five losses that haunt you the most as a fan in your lifetime. And so they did theirs on Tuesday. So then when I came on, I did mine mine on on, – Wednesday with them and my my number two was the 86 Rose Bowl the Ronnie Harmon game yeah uh and and you know that was the first time I remember they made the record the Hawkeyes love the roses mm-hmm. and Hutton Hut and all this uh and that team was really good they lost in that rainstorm in Columbus but the Houtland four field goal game against Michigan they were a touchdown favorite against UCLA UCLA turned the ball over right away you got first and goal and here here started Ronnie Harmon and then the, the game got out of hand but that really crushed us. That was, and then of course they never won. They went back. They lost yep. to UCLA, lost yep. to Washington. They could never, they could never get it done. And just interestingly, though, for the folks there listening in Iowa, five on my list 
was the 87 West Regional Final from the Kingdom. UNLV 84, Iowa 81. Remember they led that game by 16 early? Marble and Horton and Gamble and BJ and Tom Davis' first year. That was a really good – they beat Oklahoma. I remember staying up. It was like midnight in Iowa on Friday night. They beat Oklahoma (laughs) in the in the Sweet 16 game. That I thought they were going to the Final Four. 80 is too young. You know, the Joe Barry Carroll, Purdue, Iowa, that Final Four, really, I was too young. But I really thought Iowa was going that year with that team. Well, since we're since we're going way back, uh, last, last night on the Big Ten Network, um, they they did a 30th anniversary of Chris Street's passing. Like I I watched it, I I had tears in my eyes a number of times. Like I didn't grow up here, right? But I've I've heard about Chris Street the entire time. When Prairie Meadows closed in 1991, I'd been in Iowa for two years. Well. There's no racing. They don't need a race caller. I moved to Denver. And during that period of time, Chris Street passed away. So I didn't experience what it was like for, you know, 60% of the population that, that bleeds black and gold as young kids, what they experience. It really brought me, it, it gave me a feel of what it was like to be an Iowan back in 1993. It was incredibly well done. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. And the kid was, you know, local kid. For, went to Indianola, and yeah. and it's just so, so tragic. The Big Ten Network does a good job on these pieces. Yeah, there's one they did on Brock Berenger. That, that they mentioned Wade Looking Bill, who we had on today, said that very thing. Brock Berenger. He said you have to see that one. You have to. I cried watching the Brock Berenger one. Did it you? was incredibly, incredibly well done. He probably would have been if he didn't get killed in, in that plane crash. He probably would have been a head coach at Nebraska at some wow. point. So it's, was that like ninety nine, two thousand? What circa? What was that around the uh, beginning of the century? End of. We were on the air, and we started in '96, and we were on the air at that time. I'm confident of that. I, I, what, what year did you start? I we wanted started to say '96. 96. I wanted to say '98. Let me look it up for you. But you're, you're right in that, in that time, time frame, uh, Kenny. And they have the statue outside of the Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. You know, the statue is, uh, it's this Osborne statue, but it's a statue of Osborne with his arm around Brock Berenger. Wow, that's the statue in front of. Instead of he died nineteen ninety six, Kenny. Interesting. Nineteen ninety six. Ah, wow. Uh, so I've been to a Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. It's 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 a it's a really cool place. I don't recall seeing the seeing the statue, uh, but a great place to watch a football game. All right, so let let's recap. So uh, let's go back to Saturday. You nine is the number right now. You think the Chiefs finally prevail, get past that number? Yeah, I I I, I think it'll probably stay at nine. And I'd be shocked if Jacksonville – I think things are breaking perfectly for Kansas City this year. Oh, I do too. They don't have to play the Chargers who yeah. go down to the wire with them every time. Yeah. You get Jacksonville. Um, Buffalo's not playing. Neither of the other two teams nope. on the other side of the bracket are playing well. I think everything's breaking for the Chiefs to get back to the Super You know what I think, Kenny? These two teams, you know – Met a couple of years ago. I, I think it's Chief 49ers again. That's really what my opinion is on who's going to meet in the Super Bowl. And they played a terrific Super Bowl. 49ers led by 10 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can uh, – I know that the exact – the championship exactors are up. Chiefs to beat the Niners at Circus Sports plus eight and a quarter. Uh, what's the other way around? Uh, San Francisco to beat the Chiefs is plus 13. 13 yeah. and a half to one. That's a pretty good number. Yeah. 
And I think that if they found themselves in a similar circumstance, Kyle Shanahan might trust Brock Purdy more than he did Jimmy G. Remember, he really got conservative in that Super Bowl. Well, he's his guy. I mean, uh, uh, Brock Purdy runs his offense to a T. All right, it's Sunday. Uh, Numbers five and a half right now. Six Six in a lot of places. Six in a lot of places now, Kenny. Is it? So will you guys eventually get there, do you think? Maybe we'll see what the money does. Um, Yeah. I thought it. I thought it would come off six when it went there this afternoon, but a few other places still at six. It's hard for me to believe that you can get a full six. Yeah. All right. And then uh, you. Well, you've told us what you're going to do. You think the number should be bigger? It's up to four in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, right now, you guys are at four as well. Some places still hanging on three and a half. I think it closes four, four and a half. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Mike Bray done at Notre Dame. Going to be done at the end of the year. That's your alma mater. Uh, any opinion on Mike Bray and his career? Really, That's a long time, 20-plus really, years. Really good coach. Really good coach. Didn't have a lot of, you know, what would we say, top you know, lottery draft picks there. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really good coach. I don't know when you leave Notre Dame, do you go anywhere else? No, you're done. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's just done. Yeah. Um, but he was a very good coach. Um, tough. You're in the ACC, although the ACC is way down. Way down. Way, this is the worst I've ever seen it. Me too. They I got Virginia and who else? It's, no, it's just Virginia. Yeah. It's just Virginia. And you yeah. got teams at the bottom that can't win. Notre Dame's one of them. Can't mm-hmm. win again. Louisville might go 0-18. I mean, they're that bad. <laughs> what you happened can't make to a them? number big enough. And, you know, you know, it, whose else is at the top? Well, you get Pitt and, and Clemson. Yeah. I mean, Virginia's the only – I think Virginia's the only Elite Eight Final Four threat out of the conference. Uh, do, you have a, do you have a pick yet? Anybody catching your eye? It's the middle of January now. Have you seen enough to, to make a future play on any team? I, I don't know. I mean – Houston will be around. Houston's an Elite Eight team. I don't know. Kansas will probably be around. I think it's a wide open year. Wide open. And, you know, if you if you told me there's four teams that aren't in the top ten that will make the Final Four, I, I wouldn't say that's unbelievable. But um, I, I don't know. I, I won't really get into it, Kenny, to be honest with you. I have, I've bet a few games here and there when I thought a number was really out of line, but I haven't paid that much attention to it. How good's the Big Ten? Pretty darn good, isn't it? I think while the Big 12 is better, I mean, at the top, Purdue's good. Look, Michigan State's is always, he's going to be there. I think Michigan State is figuring out. You know who I'm disappointed in? Ohio State with all oh, that lottery pick talent. They're young. That's the game I bet. I said, why was Minnesota catching 14 in Columbus? I couldn't believe the number. Right. Just the number wasn't right. Yeah. Not that, you know, who, who, there's some of these games you take. Like I took St. John's and, and, and 14 on Sunday. I wish I'd have bet a little bit on the money line in some of these games <laughs> because, because that happens. But uh, is, is Iowa State – now, that'll be – again, That I always say the Big 12 tournament's the best college basketball tournament every year. Every yeah. year, right? Phenomenal. Yeah. Do they have the chops to, to win that? I mean, they played Kansas right down to the wire. Yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. I, I I mean, I think you can make a case for six or seven. How about that? I think Otzelberger's the coach of the year right now. Him or Tang at, at K-State. Got to throw him into the mix. Maybe. Yeah. But Otzelberger's doing a terrific job. Yep. They were picked eighth. K-State was yep. picked tenth. Yeah, and the conference is probably going to get eight teams uh, in yeah. into the uh, into the big dance. We're out of time. We'll save the NHL for next time. And well, real quick, anything catch your uh, attention this week since last time we spoke? Any you team know, with an we, arrow pointing up or down? Kraken continue to play well. Yeah, you know, a t- I try to identify a team that's out of the playoffs right now that I think can get in the playoffs. I'm starting to watch Ottawa a little bit. Are you? They're so young. They're very young, but yeah. I think Talbot is decent in goal. He mm-hmm. gives them 
I like their power play a lot. Yeah. I've been, I've been watching Ottawa a little bit. The big game tonight, obviously, the Red Wings are here. We'll have a ton of people from Detroit. Well, don't, don't tell me Maple Leafs Jets because I'm recording it. If you got that if you got that over your head that you can see the score because I don't want to know no, that. No, I don't know it. All right. Um, yeah, with the, 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 the Golden Knights, are they going the wrong way right now? Mark Stone being hurt doesn't terrible. help. Yeah. I said that this – forget this. Pick somebody – I don't know who – but yeah. pick somebody else to win the Pacific. It isn't going to be the Knights, I'm telling you. No, I don't Dallas think it is either. Look silly, silly here on Monday. I mean, they, they, they weren't even competitive again. And then Dallas blew a 3 nothing lead in San Jose last night with Ottinger and go. How, how do you explain that? Uh, you, 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 you can't. Used to be a two-goal lead was golden in the NHL, mm -hmm. Kenny. Now a three-goal lead isn't golden. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say the toughest lead in hockey is is 2 nothing. I'm not so sure that that won't be 3 nothing. And meanwhile, the Bruins just don't make any false They're moves. They're so good, man. Down one nothing at New York. They yep. just blew by them last night. Yep. I took I took them plus one thirty when they got down one nothing. Never even had to sweat it. They're really, really good. Yeah, New Jersey can't lose on the road. Boston can't lose at home. Um, it's going to be fun. Mike Palm, we're out of time. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on the radio. Thanks for tuning in here to The Hook. We're part of Iowa Everywhere, and we'll see you next week, and we'll talk about the AFC and the NFC championship games. Mike, thank you. Thanks, Kenny. Iowa everywhere.